0: You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross-country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. Hello, everyone. It's Friday morning, and that means that it is time for the NJCAA Indoor Track and Field Nationals. And it's a site that a lot of teams are very familiar with. The Robert W. Plaster Center this weekend at Pittsburgh State is going to be the host for the second consecutive year and the fourth time in six years for the NJCAA meet that begins at 9 a.m., And like last year, the two teams that won the championships are the favorites to win. South Plains out of Texas, which won the men's championship by 45 points, looks like the number one team coming in. They have uh, been a top the U.S. Track and Field and Cross-Country Coaches Association TFRI ratings all season long. And on the women's side, uh, I think we could have a great chance for a national championship inside our borders in Iowa. As Iowa Western, the Reavers look like the team to take the championship for the women's Uh, on the women's side, uh, and that would be a repeat for Iowa Western, which won their first indoor championship a year ago at Pittsburgh State in Kansas. So let's break it all down. Um, I have uh, meticulously gone through the list here This uh, about uh, who the challenges are, and um, I'm going to start... with our um with our women here because Iowa Western is like I said um <clears throat> certainly they have the better uh, chance on paper to win this championship they come in number 1 ranked uh, uh with New Mexico junior college number 2 And then uh, among our other Iowa schools, you've got Iowa Central ranked seventh and Indian Hills eighth. So they um, considered uh, long shots here to win the championship. So let's look at the Reavers and their resume. I think it's the most impressive resume uh, out of of everybody um, in this women's competition. They have the number two And number four runners in the 60 meters with sophomores Teresha Walcott and Teresha Walcott, uh, sisters there. Um, They have number three and number four ranked runners nationally in the 200 with Nikisha Price and then Teresha Walcott. Um, Number two in the 400 with Price. Price also number six in the 600. So Nikisha Price is a name that is going to be very familiar after this Nationals. Um, she's uh, going to be an important person for them. Um, and and before I go any further, um, the, these resumes that I'm going to talk about are um, are essentially what I think are, are going to be their best bets to score points. So if you're ranked 10th, um, I'm not, uh, putting you down on this list cause you're on the, on the fringe, but, uh, top five performers, uh, top five, uh, qualifying efforts definitely will make that list. So you've got, uh, in the 800, you've got uh, sophomore Sheridan Richardson. Uh, she's number eight there. And then it's the Hilda Chebet show. We've seen that name, uh, heard about it on this podcast all season long. And she and her teammate, Mercy B. Watt, are going to be critical toward their success. Uh, she has the number two time in the 1,000 meters. The freshman does, Hilda. Uh, she's got the number one mile time uh, in, uh, in in that event. Uh, and then she and uh, Mercy B. Watt, uh, both freshmen, uh, they're number one and number two in the 3,000 and um, and they're number one and number three in the five thousand meters, and um, that <clears throat> that five thousand. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this a little closer because I think it's gonna come down to the two programs vying for the championship: Iowa Western and New Mexico. You've got Jebat, a freshman, with a time of seventeen oh eight at the Bearcat Invite. The only runner that's close is Damaris Chewan of new mexico she ran a 1719 at pittsburgh state this very same track in january after that it's b watt and, and she's uh another um close to well it, it's another uh 30 some seconds back 35 seconds back so that to me looks like a um <laughs> those two are battling it out there um and um and with them having the number one and two times, uh, Chibet and B Watt in the three thousand, then the next uh, that that's looking very good. Chibet's run ten oh seven at the Region Eleven indoors, and then B Watt has a ten thirteen time at the Bearcat Invitational, um, and. Um, and then Chibet, um has run 4:51 at uh, South Dakota State in February in that mile. So um, those two are going to be very, very critical names. Uh, if Hilda Shibet does what she's done all season long, looking very good for the Reavers. But the Reavers are balanced all the way across the board here in the 60 meters. Uh, you've got sophomore Deandre Gray and freshman Os- Osaye. Omaradian, uh, they're number three and number six ranked in the nation in that event. The four-by-four, four, they're number two ranked uh, in that event, and and they're uh, number six ranked in the four-by-eight. Uh, the Reavers have the number four time in the distance medley. Um, and, <clears throat> and then the field events um still incredibly strong. They're going to score big points, it looks like, in the high jump. Got the number one and number two um Athletes here with freshman Mir- Miracle Hales and uh, Aaliyah McNeil, uh, who is a sophomore in that high jump. And then um, they come back with the number three, four, and six best efforts in the long jump with Amaradian McNeil and freshman Antonia Seely in the long jump. Triple jump, uh, they have sophomore Victory George. And uh, if Victory does her job in that triple jump, then the Reavers might have a victory as well on on Saturday afternoon, late Saturday afternoon in Kansas. Um, they also have the number three weight throw with sophomore Elizabeth Seb- Seb- Sabira. And then they got the number one athlete as well in the hep, um, heptathlon with Antonia Seely. So all across the board, Iowa Western has it covered. Um, they have the most complete team uh, in this uh, women's championship, and I suspect in another Uh, As you're listening to this, another 36 hours away from from now, they will be uh, raising the championship trophy for the second straight year. New Mexico, however, (coughs) uh, does have a very good shot here. Um, They're they're a a strong contender. Um, uh, They, to me, are the only team that can really contend with them. I think it's a two-horse two, two horse race here. Um, <clears throat> their resume looks like this. They've got the number seven athlete in the 60 meters, the number two in the 200, number five ranked 400-meter runner, number four ranked 600-meter, number five uh, in the mile. They have the number three time in the 3000 with Damaris Chiwan. She's coming back to run that event as well. So... She could really do battle with Chibet in both of those races. Uh, New Mexico also has number one and number two in the 60 hurdles. So there's a, there's a chance for them to pick up some some significant uh, points there over Iowa Western there, which is, as I mentioned, they have the number three and six uh, hurdlers with DeAndre Gray and Albaradian. um they have the number 4, 4x400, four the number 2, 4x800, the number 5 distance medley, um, the number 5 high jump, which is behind the 1-2 that Iowa Western has in the high jump with Ailes and McNeil. Uh, they've got the number 7 pole vaulter, so they've got uh, an edge there slightly, but certainly not a dominant event for them. <clears throat> number 4. Five and number seven in the long jump. That number seven is a tie for the longest effort there. Um, Iowa Western does not have any uh, top athlete in the, in the long jump, but they do have the number one triple jumper. New Mexico has the number four triple jumper. And then uh, Heptathlon uh, could balance itself out with Sealy being number one for Iowa Western. New Mexico has the number three and number five in the pentathlon. So that's how... That all shakes out uh, at the top of the at the top of the heap there in the women's. As I mentioned, Iowa Central is ranked number seven, and Indian Hills is number eight. I'm going to go over some of the uh, distance events, and then I'm going to move on to the men. As I mentioned, I I already talked about the five thousand there, uh, but the number four uh, runner in that five thousand is a Hawkeye Community College runner. And she's actually an Iowan. Uh, Emma Hoynes has had a fantastic season, Um, and she comes in with, uh, like I said, the number four time for Hawkeye, 1759 uh, at the Bearcat Invitational at Northwest Missouri State. That was on February 4th. And then a name that we know from um, from last year, um, she is now running from New Mexico, former uh, North Iowa area community college athlete, Sarah Bertree. She's transferred to New Mexico. She's a sophomore there. She comes in with a number nine time, but it's 1839. That was at Pittsburgh State. So uh, she is not a, um, <clears throat> a threat. It doesn't look like. To win the championship, Iowa Central also has Taylor McCready qualified for that 5,000. She's a freshman from Atlantic. Um, She's got the number 13 time of 1853. In that 3,000, Hoynes is also qualified, number five time. She has run 1020. That was at the Region 11 indoor championships on February 18th. McCready's also qualified, number nine time at the Husker Invitational. Uh, 1035 effort in the mile. Uh, Iowa Central, <clears throat> along with McCready, you've got Chloe Garcia Grafing. She's their uh, top distance runner, you'd have to say. Um, she's got the number seven time in the mile of 5.11, um. but in front of her is Hoynes again. Hoynes is also qualified in the mile, got the number four time in the NJCAA, uh, a 5.09 uh, effort at the Jack Jennett Open in Minnesota. And uh, like I said, chibetta has got the number one time, which is a full 18 seconds ahead of Hoynes there, the 600 meters Well, let's go to the 1,000 here. Chibet, also in the 1,000. I think I referenced that. Yes, I did. I talked about the Uh, 1,000. Chibet, she has the number two time in the nation. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that uh, Hilda Chibet could win all four of those events. The five, the three, the mile, and the 1,000. She could sweep all four. She does have the number two time coming in the 1,000, so um, not the favorite it doesn't look like, but she's run 251 at the SDSU Indoor Classic. Grafing, uh, Garcia Grafing for Iowa Central, has got the number four time of three minutes, 0.6. And then Hoynes, again, qualified in the 1,000. Um, whether she's going to run all these events, I don't know uh um, Very doubtful, potentially. Uh, That's a lot of running over two days, but she does have the number six time. Um, That was at St. Ambrose at 3.01.15. And then Iowa Western has got Sheridan Richardson, sophomore with the number nine time um, in that 1,000. Uh, and um, that's what I'm going to mention there. For the 800, Aaliyah Simmons of Indian Hills. I have not mentioned Indian Hills yet, but they're going to be mentioned many more times here. She comes in with the number one times in the 800 and the 600. So the Warriors definitely counting on the sophomore to continue her standout season. She's run uh, in the 800, uh, she's run 211.1 in that uh, in the Gorilla Classic in February for that number one time, and then uh, Sheridan Richardson has the number eight time there of 216, and Garcia Grafing has run 218 in that 800 meters. Um... Emma Hoynes is also qualified in the 800, but her time of 223 um, is likely not a chance for her to run in that. And Taylor McCready, Iowa Central, is the 15th best time of 221. And then looking at the 600, you've got um, Simmons with the number one time of 132.42. It's very close, though, of course, with that shorter distance. That was run uh, in Iowa City in January. Nikisha Price of Iowa Western, number six time. I mentioned her already. Uh, he's won one, she's run 134.12. Iowa Central with Brittany Brown, a freshman, has run 134.21. That was at the Region Eleven Championships. Uh, and then um, Sheridan Richardson of Iowa Western with the number 12 time. Uh, with 135.15, and Iowa Western also has uh, Daniela Deere, a freshman, who's run 135.52. So that's how the distance events break down for the women. Um, <clears throat> like, like, like I said, uh, Indian Hills um, has got uh, quality there at 600 and 800, but Iowa Western, the prohibitive favorite, and if they do. Uh, What they um, are expected to do, um, and uh, follow the form (laughs) sheet here, they're going to be raising the championship trophy on Saturday. For coach Doug Marshall and his staff. On to the men. Okay, I mentioned at the top, South Plains, Texas, defending champion, they are the favorites. Iowa Western is ranked number two and uh indian hills uh, that's brent ewing's crew he's got them at number four, and he's got some uh, very, very talented individuals uh, especially as you look in um, in some of the uh, middle distance events very strong there um, and then uh, Iowa central um, uh, with D Brown and um, Nick Eckel um, they have got a um, I guess their quality is really in some of the uh, field events. So uh, let's take a look at the breakdown of the resumes here for the top five teams here. South Plains, uh, they come in with the number three runner in the 1,000 meters. Um, They do not uh, especially have much sprinting. Um, Their quality, as you will find out, is mostly in the 400 and 800 realm. Um, they've got Aaron Tanui in that thousand. They've got the number two and three runners in the 800 in Siobhan Hall and Kimar Farquharson. Got the number one and number two runners in the 600 with Farquharson and Chris Robinson. Um, and I suspect we're going to see Hall and Farquharson in the 4x8. They've got the number two ranked team there. Got the number one uh, team in the distance medley, and this is not even close. They have the best time by about eight seconds. So um, rack that up as as a as a 10-point as a uh, Hall there for South Plains. The Texans have, not surprisingly, the number one time in the 4x400 relay. Uh, Their one sprinting event that's good is the 60 Hurdles. They've got a number two runner there, and um, uh, they have the number two runner in the 400. (laughs) Not surprising, so they have the number one four by four, and they're number one in the high jump and pole vault. Uh, So they do have some field event there. So that's how the Texans are going to build their resume as they look for a repeat championship. And last year, like I said, it was not close. They won by 45 points. I suspect it's going to be a little closer than that, though, because if you look at Iowa Western's uh, resume, it is very strong. They're the uh, Region 11 champions. Going down uh, through the list in no particular order, you've got Jonas Mogos, the sophomore, who's number five in the mile. And then Mogos also, uh, even better, number two in the 1,000 meters. Uh, They've got the number five runner in the 400 with freshman Taj Ham, the number three distance medley, the number five and number six in the 60 hurdles, number three ranked in the high jump with freshman Tyler Missick, they're number two in the weight throw with sophomore Nimoy Cockett, and then uh, number three in the long jump with sophomore Michael Buchanan, and finally number six in the 60 hurdles. Um, so that's Iowa Western's resume with their most likely chances to score. Barton County, I was not very impressed with their resume <clears throat> being number three ranked. Um, for my money, I, I I seem to think at least that Indian Hills um, appears better than them, but I might be wrong. We'll have to see. They do have some quality in five events, though. They're number one in the four hundred. Uh, they've got the number one runner there qualified. They have the uh, number three 4x400 four relay, which is the r- last event. And if it comes down to the last event, then you can see that uh, uh, South Plains has the number one relay. So. Uh, if they're within earshot of the championship, um, the Texans could take it, but I digress. We're back to Barton County. They've got the number four 60 hurdle times, uh, number four in the 60 hurdles. They've got the number one long jumper and the number three triple jumper. And those were the, those were the rankings that jumped out to me. So, uh, to me, only five events that really jumped out as, uh, big scoring events, um, for that now a number four ranked Indian Hills comes in I like a lot of what they're doing um, the problem with the Warriors is that they just don't have any field events uh, that, that they're going to be guaranteed of scoring in and that's that's kind of their problem um, they're very good in the in the running events but um, They need to improve in the field event area. They've got the number one, or excuse me, the number six 60 meters um, runner. They're number four in the 1,000 with refreshment Rivaldo Marshall. Um, You're going to hear about Rivaldo's name a lot. Um, He's also number four ranked in the 800, number four ranked in the 600, and then um, there's these, There's even better quality in the 200. They get RL Chichambi. Um He's Tachanby. Ch- he's been outstanding this season for them. Uh, he's number two ranked in that event. And then the 400, they've got freshman Wone Chapman in that. Uh, in that 400 meters ranked number three. Warriors come in with the number three, four by eight relay, the number five, distance medley, and the number six, four by four. Um, so um, a lot of their points are going to come from, from Rivaldo Marshall. That's who they're going to be counting on. Iowa Central isn't ranked fifth nationally. Their resume is they have the number one triple jumper with freshman Martin Lamau. Uh, they have the number three and number four heptathlon athletes, sophomore Scott Aries and Nicola Paletti, who is a sophomore. So uh, tomorrow's going to be a uh, so uh, uh, Friday's events are going to be very uh, critical here. They have the number four long jumper with freshman Roman Kulishov, and they have the number four four by eight hundred. Relay and then the number six runner in freshman Jared Kadan, So, Cadane uh, in the in that six hundred. So that's Iowa Central's resume. Um, but from for from what I'm seeing out of everything, um, this could be a, a two team battle as well between the defending champion Texans and Iowa Western the Reavers. Um, I'm going to go through some distance events before I wrap this all up here. Um, the, (laughs) first of all, um, I think there's, uh, after looking over the qualifying list that there's too many qualifiers, uh, and the men's side, I think they, I think the, um, and, and it's not just in the distance events, but, but there were several events that had too many, but, um, I, I think they, they need to toughen the standards, um, for qualifying for nationals, uh, for me, personally, I think that's uh, what needs to happen. Um, they had 32 qualifiers in the 5,000 alone. Um, and uh, we've got Iowa Western has Nicholas Kipritich. Uh He is a freshman. He's got the number seven time coming in, 1442 at the Bearcat invite. in uh, <clears throat> That's in Maryville on February 4th. Aspel Kiprop of Iowa Central. I did not mention him, but he's only 8th ranked in that uh, 5,000, comes in with a 14.43 time. That's at uh, South Dakota State. Um, the the prohibitive favorite here is Vincent Dechogu of Northwest Kansas. He's run 14.17. He's got the best time by 6 seconds. Northwest Kansas has 1, 3, and 4 best times. So um, that's how they get their points um, is distance running, but they don't have a whole lot uh, other than that from what I've saw. Um, Iowa Central has Hunter Kleemick. He's got the number 11 time of 14.56. Iowa Western has the number 15 time in Womachmer Gilo. He's a sophomore and former Council Bluffs Thomas Jefferson runner. He's run 15.02. That was at the NJCAA Region 11. North Iowa has Melvin Kipcomboy. Sophomores run 15.04 at the Region 11s. Um, And then we've got some other qualifiers as well that that I will not mention because of time constraints here. The 3,000 meters, um, you've got... Um, not quite as good quality here. Um, Kiprotich is your leading Iowa collegian here. He is 13th ranked. He's run 827. That was in January. Hunter Klemek has got the number 16 time. He ran that at the Husker Invitational on February 4th. 830 was his time there. Jonas Mogos, number 17 time of 831. That was in January. And Gilo has, um... Uh, also qualified in the 3000. Um, so that's 37 qualifiers in the 3000. Again, um, might be a little too much there. But when you look at it, the mile, it, it, it's not so much because they have 43 qualifiers in the mile. Hopefully, not all of those runners will actually compete. Um, but when you have a 422 time that gets in at the end, um, That's not, to me, that great of quality uh, to get into a national meet. Um, The best Iowa collegian here is Mogos. He's got the number five-time sophomore for Iowa Western. He's run 4'10" at the Bearcat Invitational in Maryville on February 4th. So if Mogos can, you know, move up a couple spots here, get in the top three, that's big points for Iowa Western. That's some points they can gain there on South Plains. Um, You've got uh, Hunter Klimek again is um, qualified. He's got the number 16 time of 4.15 at South Dakota State. Nicholas Kippertich of Iowa Western has a 416 14 time at the Washburn Open in Kansas in January. Kipratich um, could move up, um, get a point or two. That would be huge for them. Uh, Nick O'Connor, <coughs> former Clear Creek Amana prep, uh, runs for Indian Hills. He's qualified with a 419 time. And Brady Milliken, um, another Iowan for Indian Hills, is also qualified. 420 uh, the gorilla classic uh jason bowers of iowa western has run 420 he's also qualified um and then um elvin kipcomboy i mentioned him of north iowa he's run 421 and then robin aguiar gonzalez the last of these mild qualifiers run 422 at the jack johnson classic in january the thousand meters um, 31 qualifiers here in the thousand Uh, mogos is really strong here Um, this is his best event as i mentioned when i was uh breaking down the reaver's resume he's got the number two time in the thousand at 225.6 at the bearcat invitational uh, in Maryville, um, but he is a bit behind Prince Macabelo. Mach- Prince Macabelo of Monroe College has the best time coming, and he's run 222 so, 10. Um, so Mogos is really going to have to run well, or hope that uh, macabello has a bad day. But still, uh, uh, second place. Eight points would be huge. Revolta Marshall of Indian Hills uh, mentioned him. He's got the number four time. He's run 227. Nick O'Connor, uh, the Clear Creek of Prep, has got the number seven time, 228.77, run in February. And then um, Annie Acock from Indian Hills, a freshman, has got the number 13 time of 230. At, in December, way back in December, at um, Northwest Missouri State, Jason Bowers via Western also did his at the uh, at uh, Northwest Missouri State uh, two thirty as well two thirty thirty, and then you've got, got uh, Eggy Gonzalez with a two thirty as well, number seventeen time that was in Iowa City, on the Hawkeyes track, and then. Um, Yared Kadan of Iowa Central, the Region 11s, number 18 time at 231. And then um, the last one I'm going to be mentioning is Hawkeye Community College, Stephen Thomas, a freshman with a 231. He's qualified as well. There's a couple other Iowa collegians, but because, like I said, I want to get, uh, make sure I finish this in a timely manner here. The 800 meters. Um I already talked about South Plains having the number two and three runners. You've got Marshall for Indian Hills with the number four. Um, He's run 151.53, so he trails only Macabello, uh, the Monroe College runner, who's run 150.57, as well as Siobhan Hall of South Plains. He's run the same time. Uh, And then Farquharson of South Plains is run 151.33, so very close there, of course, within just an 800 meters. Between those runners, <clears throat> the other qualifiers here, a- 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 Annie Ackock of Indian Hills mentioned him in the 1,000. He's qualified in the 800 with a 153-71 time at Iowa State in December. Aguiar Gonzalez of Iowa Central has run one fifty four thirty eight. 38 um, That was in January. He's got the number 15 time. And then Kadan of uh, his teammates and a freshman has run 154-51 at the Husker Invitational. And um, let's mention uh, uh, Kobe Brackmeyer of Hawkeye Community College. He also has broken 155. He ran 154-68 at the Cyclone Open in January. And then uh, the 600, the final uh, distance event, um, that I'm going to be mentioning, there's 45 qualifiers that have made it in the 600, uh, three more than in the 800. You got, I mentioned earlier, Farquharson has the number one time, of 117.65. And he is ahead of his teammate Robinson with a 117.79. Um, Revaldo Marshall, number four time, he's run 118.56 at the Hawkeye Invitational in Iowa City. Kadan has the number six time for Iowa Central of 118.58. That's at South Dakota State, so that's probably Yared's best event. He's done very well in this for the uh, the, the Tritons all season long. Um, and then you've got um, Iowa Western with Taj Hamm with the number 14 time of 119.71. They also have Chaz Brown and Andrew Brown, two freshmen who've run both 120s. Indian Hills also has Ronaldo Rock who's had a, a used to add some good performances here. He's got the number 20 time but he's a threat here for some points, I believe. Um, he's run that at uh, Northwest Missouri State a 120 um, 75. so those are well, it, those are the uh, the runners that I think are um going to be the um the threats that you'll see on, and hear about on this podcast coming up on Tuesday when that drops. So that's kind of what we're looking at here, um, as far as the championship. Uh, like I said, I'm looking at it as um two two women's teams and two men's teams, <laughs> teams battling it out. For the championship, um and we'll see if it all shakes out South Plains against Iowa Western seems like that would be the way it goes in the men, but you can never count out um certainly Iowa Central they have the great pedigree they've won so many championships under D Brown, and now, under the direction of Nick Eckel, who is the head coach, D Brown's the director. And certainly Brent Ewing is keeping Indian Hills on, on a high trajectory there. Um, so don't count out them. But on the women's side, it's it pretty clear to me that um, it's Iowa Western against New Mexico. And I'm going to leave you with this thought that I had uh, talking to Dee Brown, interviewing him earlier this season when he said that, um, hey, if we can't win a championship, I hope somebody from Iowa does. And so that's what I'm going to leave you with. Hopefully we have at least one, maybe two championships, hopefully, coming back home to Iowa, uh, leaving the Robert W. Plaster Center this weekend on the campus of Pittsburgh State. Again, hope you listen uh, on the podcast Tuesday for all of the results from this national meet. Enjoy the Nationals from Kansas.